0: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on
1: ESPN central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley now joined by Grant McCaslin and, uh, Grant. It's so fun, man. You're, you're in town or you're headed this way. Uh, I bet it's surreal to be coming back to a place you love so much, but obviously you guys need a, need a win. Welcome back to the, uh, Mosley show used to be, you join me from UNT. Now it's, uh, Texas Tech, I have a little harder time putting on that gear. I had no issue putting on UNT gear. Uh, Texas Tech gear, probably a bridge too far. I figured, Matt. But, you know,
0: you're one of the only people I do this for, though. So let's get this straight, man. We're coming back into town uh, for one reason, but I will make time for the one and only Matt (laughs)
1: Mosley. Have you laid eyes on the pavilion yet? Are you... No, uh,
0: other than just okay. TV, obviously. But, man, okay. what a remarkable facility and so cool to see uh, that whole process actually come to reality, you know. I mean, with all the success that Coach Drew has had and with the need for creating a, an atmosphere that I think is uh, – that matches the success, I mean, I couldn't be happier for Coach.
1: You know, he's very volatile these days. Uh, I know you were busy the other day, but he was tossed out of a game. Uh, is that a more volatile? <laughs> that never, almost never happened, did it, when you were coaching with Scott. Were you over there, like, keeping him from that back in the day? I mean, Scott is not known for having. Now, he's, he gets with it, but to get kicked out of a game, I think, was shocking to, to all of us.
0: Yeah, you you know he wasn't really tossed out of that game. So, I mean, he may he may have had to exit it early, but he didn't really get tossed. He didn't earn that one. I didn't think to go out for your first time. That was probably the most anticlimactic way to do it.
1: <laughs> you would have liked to have seen him at least wander out on the court, or uh, and not just be a couple feet outside the coach's box. Yeah, not on, not on one knee uh,
0: you know, and in a, in a very mild mannered (laughs) approach, I'd rather him go ahead and throw a clipboard and something. But no, coach, you know, coach, he he wants to win. He knows that doesn't help the team. And he's one of those guys that feels bad about things like that. And there's nobody, there's nobody that cares more about his team and giving them the best chance than coach drew.
1: Have y'all been reminded of that recently, Grant, the, um, the coach's box. I, I think I saw where there was a, maybe a memo sent out, and I don't know if somebody was. Uh, surely it wasn't you, but if they had seen some violations of this, um, has that been? Ha, was that like a point of emphasis over the last week and a half or two?
0: Yeah, I mean there was something that was addressed. It was obviously or about guys being on the court. You know, when the game's going on, it felt like, but you know and, and it usually is a lot of things that lead up to something like that and I, obviously i didn't even talk to coach about it he did text me that night after the game but i didn't i didn't talk to him about you know what happened because i know coach
1: he he's all about moving on and what what's next do you take the guys over to the Ferrell center to show them where you used to do it i mean do you need to get them over there and and by the way do you do you address it with the guys at all like we're hey, we're going back to where I played ball, or do you just completely leave that alone? I mean, I would think they would think that was kind of cool,
0: yeah, no, they don't think that's cool. Nobody
1: cares <laughs> <Let's be honest. laughs>
0: no one thing if one thing if I made a difference now, I, you know it's such a great place, uh and I've been back several times, you know, not just this year. I mean, I obviously got to be on coaching staff and Got to be around and got to be a part of so many great games in that building. But, you know, this trip's all about one thing, trying to figure out a way to give your team the best chance to win. And that's the focus. We're not we're not even trying to talk about anything else.
1: What did you learn about your team the other night? I, I saw the headline, and you said something like, that's unacceptable, that was the big headline. And then I actually went and watched, and you, were, you praised your team quite a bit because you all were shorthanded missing one of your big-time players, and even some of your other guys weren't at full strength. So you know how the media can be, Grant. It was like I saw that headline. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Grant calling his team out. And then I listened to you, and I thought you were actually very complimentary of your team. I think you were just saying, hey, with this home environment, and and we need to get this win. We need to win at home. I think that was probably your message, but... I did find that interesting that that was the big headline. You know, McCaslin says this is unacceptable.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I think our guys know. I mean, we 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 approached this to win a championship. I mean, if you have any other any other purpose in this, then I think you're you're selling yourself short. So, how do you give yourself the best chance to win a championship? You have to win your home games, uh, and and we did have a chance. You know, we did we did give ourselves a chance we we did have some guys that are sick and do have some guys. So just trying to help them get at their best. But you know, this in college basketball and in any sport, I mean, the, the task, the hand is to find a way to win. And so ultimately, you know, when you talk about how you're going to do that, you got to talk about what the standard is. And the standard is you, you find a way to win your home games. Um, and I did think you know, our guys gave great effort in that part is what you got to keep stressing that if you do the right things, it gives you the best chance. But, you know, in that game specifically, we, we didn't, we didn't get it done. And I think we want the standard to be that we win championships at Texas Tech. And that was just the point.
1: All right. And, and this Baylor team, what are you seeing? Quick turnaround. First of all, did you ever have anyone like Eve Misey to me He's a different kind of player. You all had great big men and even great scoring big men, but like this guy, is a little different. And it must feel like in this conference, you see one of these seven footers. I'm thinking about the one you just saw from Cincinnati. You know, almost like on a game by game basis. But this Eve Misi, I'm not sure Scott has had anyone quite like him. What are you What are you seeing as you as you prepare and 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 kind of have watched? how he's come along as a true freshman.
0: Yeah, I mean, Matt, you've watched watched, uh, the play for a long time, and, and you know what it is in this league. I mean, if you can have rim protection, and I think back to our team here at Texas Tech that played in the national championship game, and we had rim protection on that team, and I do think it just helps with a lot of problems. The one place I've just been impressed with him, though, is, I think his offensive game just keeps growing. I mean, his ability to make decisions with the basketball in the middle of the floor, um, you know, the way he can handle the ball, the way he's not turning the ball over, uh, but still involved in the offense, making decisions. I mean, he, he's, he's impressive because I think, you know, the obviously the physical talent and the size is impressive, but I think it's his, his ability to learn and how he's gotten so much better really is is, uh, is a separator.
1: And then when you look at Ray J running the team, they got a couple of freshmen that are really good, got a little more depth uh, than even some of the teams you you were a part of. And and Scott doesn't always like to play a ton of guys, but he's trying to play a few. But it seems like you go as far as your point guard takes you a lot of times. And and this is no different for Baylor because Ray J is, uh, I mean, he can be tremendous. And when he's good, uh, they really seem very efficient. Oh, no doubt. I mean, when we want to talk
0: about great vision. He's got great vision. He sees the floor. He can finish around the rim. You know, he can make threes. I mean, he's a versatile guy. You know, he's 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 different than, I think, the guys that Coach Drew's had because of his ability to get closer to the rim and do different things. You know, a lot of those guys that Coach has had at that point guard position make threes. Feels like he's even more comfortable, you know, getting in the paint. But his vision, his ability to see those ball screen reads, I mean, really impressive. And, you know, I think just their depth at guard play. I mean, he can't – I mean, you talk about Jacoby Walter, obviously significant. You know, they've even got Jalen Bridges making decisions in the middle of the floor. Langston loves playing off ball screens. And then Jay Nunn, I thought, has made some big plays in the last couple games. Um, And so, and just a really deep team that's – Got a lot of different tools, and you can tell it can be somebody different on each night that can help provide a lift to win a game.
1: I I um, I hope you'll get – do you just have a little bit of a case of coach's voice? I hope you're not under the weather. I I could see some maybe herbal tea in your future or something. You know, this, this is – Well, well uh, Matt,
0: let's be honest. I, I, we're not on the same team tomorrow night, so I wouldn't tell you if I wasn't. <laughs>
1: I thought we were always on the same team. I mean, we. What about the what about the fraternity? Come on, let's not.
0: That's true, but you know what this is.
1: Not for college days alone, as we say. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful, Matt. You know I love you, man. I wouldn't be on this if I did. How much? How much have you? It seems like uh, Grant McCaslin, you have uh, really fallen in love with your team. Not that you dislike any of your teams, but I heard you. Other night you had a kid with you and you're just like as he left you're like man that dude's tough that dude's that guy's tough and 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 even there's somebody who keeps coming off the bench for you and I'm like wait that guy scored 27 off the bench I mean this is a really interesting team because I I mean you used to win some rock fights at UNT and 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 suddenly man I saw some of these scores early in the season I'm like whoa I mean this is some up tempo stuff like what what has really jumped out at you about your players? Because I, I just know how you love toughness, and it does seem like you have some tough dudes.
0: Yeah, I mean, we do. We're, we're, these guys really are competitive now. It's just, you know, in, in the Big 12, size and athleticism really does make a difference. And how physical naturally are you over the course of the game really gives you a chance to win in those margins. And we struggle in that area. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I told you we didn't. I mean, we we have a hard time rebounding the basketball. I mean, we, we'll we fight, but, it, you know, the bigger you are and the more athletic you are, the, the more the ball bounces to you. And as long as you got scrap, and we're scrapping, it's just we're, we're at a – you know, we're, we're a little shorthanded as far as depth and size, and we're a little light. But, man, do these guys – have a, have a real care for getting better. And I do think that's what this team could do. As long as we can stay healthy in these last, you know, the last half of league play, I do think we can get better and we can minimize some of those weaknesses, especially rebounding. But the more, the more I'm around these guys, the more they fight and it is a great offensive group. I mean, we can shoot. uh, We share the ball and, you know, it it really is just a matter of trying to figure out a way to improve those areas that we're not physically going to be able to dominate, which is team rebounding. I mean, we our guards have to be great rebounders if we're going to win. And we struggled the last couple games in that area.
1: When you, when you do that, what do you do to try to work on that rebounding? Because you don't want to wear them down completely, especially when you're a little – sounds like you're a little thin or a little, you know, trying to get healthy and everything. Is it just you just got to kind of show them the film and go, hey, this is where you didn't block out? Because you're right, Cincinnati and some of those other teams will just wear you out on the offensive boards. How do you kind of attack that in practice, knowing some of your guys probably need some rest?
0: Yeah, well, it, you know, it's a multi-faceted you know, uh, faceted approach in that regard. So you do watch film, but we do a lot of pad work, uh, just, and you know, the, the, the less you're in rotations, the better chance you have of being in position, to have likes for rebounding. So I think our defense at the point of attack has to continue to improve our ball screen defense in the middle of the floor has been a struggle. Um, so when you're in rotations, you just give up those advantages and, in, in rebounding. So trying to, trying to do a better job there. And then, we do, and we work on it. So it's not going to be – it's not going to stop. I mean, there's not a practice that we that we have that we don't have three three rebounding drills uh, as a part of. It. And they're brief. They're not long. But we, we do one-on-one, you know, we do uh, two-on-two and a lot of pad work just to, to maintain that physicality without putting body on body. So, you know, we're doing just about everything to try to figure it out.
1: Is Pop reminds you at all of uh, I know there are different players, but like Tyler Perry, who you had loves to, loves the moment, live for the moment. Pop Isaacs, I mean, you know, you never know where he may pull one from. And I'm sure you've had players where you said, okay, that's a little deep or whatever. But when you have shot makers, is Pop a little bit wired like that? It does seem like in those huge moments, he really wants the ball. And uh, I think I watched the end of that game the other night and may have. He had a floater that um, certainly had a had a great shot, but it just is he a little bit wired like Tyler in that respect?
0: He's not a little wired. He is wired that way. I mean, he's he's tough. He's competitive. He's fast. Um, he has the ability to take and make difficult shots. He actually can really pass. Uh, there's not a lot he can't do. I think the key to it is though. It's just the recognition of when and how to do it. You know, that, that's what makes the greats great. And I think you can feel a squeeze and feel like you have to save the day. And I think those are the ones we got to help try to eliminate. But you can't – you don't want to take everything away from that. You want to give them some freedom. And I think early in the year, he was pushing a little bit. And then we got – let's take the Oklahoma game, for example. I mean, he made some big plays. And made some big shots, but his recognition and his passing at the end of that game was what I thought was the difference, and that's where I'm telling you I'm seeing some some real growth he He really wants to win, and it's not about hey, let me see how I can score to win and I do think the great ones start to recognize like what's our what's our best chance tonight to or today to give us give us the win and I will tell you this he's really embracing that and we got a good group too so you know when you got Kerwin Walton and and chance Mcmillan who are two of the best three-point shooters in the country and Joe Toussaint is literally one of the toughest guys I've ever coached and the other one you know who it is JJ Murray but mm-hmm. shout out to uh the the assist for Matt Mosley but you know I mean they' just playing with some really Great players and so you don't have to save the day. And I think he's really starting to
1: recognize his spots and when and how to do it. Highland Park game the other night against Lake Highlands. I'm there at the gym in the end walks. JJ Murray, who's about to was about to leave for Carlsbad, California, had his girlfriend. I met his girlfriend. Really nice. And uh and there he is. He's about to head off there because he's an engineer you know, with Callaway golf. So, yes, that is a player both you and I love. And um, But it was fun to see him, Grant, because uh, – and he is your biggest fan. Like, there's no – there's never been a moment where he didn't think y'all were going to win. Or when y'all would enter one of those Conference USA or whatever conference, you know, we're going to – he just knew it. Like, in his mind, y'all are always going to go on a run. So, anyway, he's still, even now, bragging on you. And, of course, now he's a huge – Texas Tech fan, because, um, you know, he wants y'all to, to beat everybody. Of course, that hurts my feelings, but he's uh, he's he's Team Grant.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it is one of the most remarkable stories I've ever coached. I mean, he walks on for us and was an invited walk-on, but I recruited him really hard his character, and you vouched for him in so many different ways. But, like, when you're around him as a person, you can't ever underestimate someone's fight and what that does for their ability to impact winning. And I'll never forget at Mississippi State, we're getting beat. We can't guard the ball. And I'm like, we're putting J.J. Murray in, you know. And he was just a walk-on at the time. We play him. Next thing you know, we, we we don't stop playing him. And he was a part of the most wins in school's history and multiple seasons and NIT championships and conference championships and NCAA tournament games, wins. I mean, just really was, you know, pound, pound the most – um, had the most impact on our program of anybody and really just an awesome story. And you know him, he's a tremendous player and a tremendous person.
1: Will you and Scott like hang out the night before a little bit or visit just before the game? I know like you're saying complete business trip. You can't be in there thinking about when you used to, you know, hang out with Mosley on campus or anything, but how do you, how do you kind of handle that? Cause this is a, Pretty huge moment when you know, somebody from you know his staff comes back, and I think he's getting tired of all y'all showing up in the Big Twelve. It's like three different teams, you know, have prominent guys from his tree. Uh, how do you how do you kind of handle that? Because I'm sure it's great to see him, but again, you don't want to you don't want to get involved in thinking too much about all that.
0: Well, Matt, it's his fault. So if he wasn't so good, then we wouldn't be where we are. So. um no I love coach I I mean we won't we won't hang out I mean it's hitting the time we'll play pickleball I hope this summer at some point um and we'll go fishing but when you get in these moments I mean if you're not doing everything you can every second to give your team a chance to win then I think you're cutting it short and we'll have time to hang out at a later time but I'm not I'm not looking to try to get together with him that for anything and and, uh, and, you know, I, I feel for coach, honestly, in this, because he's the reason why we're all in such great positions and we have such great opportunities and we, we know what this league is and, you know, he's such a caring guy that I think he, I think this really wears on him, honestly. And I'm not just saying that, you know, i I like to speak candidly and I yeah. think coach is one of those guys that really cares about people genuinely, you know, and, You know, this is—I don't—I think people underestimate how difficult this is for Coach Drew. You know, um, to to be a part of this, and it is hard for us too. But I think we're still trying to earn our stripes. You know, and we're still trying to keep getting better. So I think there's there's not a lot. you know, things we can hang our hats on, you know, mm-hmm. Tang obviously had an unbelievable year last year and coach Mills is doing an unbelievable job with a tough situation at Wichita. But, and you know, there's, there's all kinds of so many great people like coach Driscoll and, you know, he, he, he connects us all, all the time, but when you get to these games, I just think it's best to focus on your team and what gives you mm-hmm. the best chance to win.
1: Is he have a lot of range? He's he's a few years older than you are. He's at least got you by like well, about five or six years. Pretty good range with pickleball, and do do his tennis skills translate pretty well on the on the pickleball court? Well,
0: I'll be honest, we haven't played in a long time, so I would anticipate. But we talk about it often. I would anticipate his his, uh, his skill level is better than mine. Uh, but when we played the last time. He hadn't played, so, and that was the only time we played. So I think, you know, him, he's the best ping pong player I've ever played with. And so, and I know he's a great tennis player. So pickleball ain't going to be a problem for him. We'll have, we'll have a pretty good, we'll have a pretty good battle. I would anticipate him being better Mm -hmm. at this point.
1: All right. And any ticket situations with you? Um, obviously I've got my media stuff, so I'm not trying to hit you up. Uh, any college pals or any Baylor friends? Have you, are you, have you handed that off to somebody? I don't know how many. This is a new play, new pavilion, so even the head coach can't get a ton of tickets, I wouldn't think. Have you got that all handled?
0: Uh, you know what? It's a work in progress. If you, you know, those are the <laughs> things. that play up have such a great staff. I do have such a great staff, and so they handle a lot of that for us. But, no, we're in a good place. I mean, I do, I do know there's a lot of people that want to get in the game. So, and tickets are hard to get. So that's a credit to coach and all the bears for making that place such a great place to watch college basketball. But yeah, I I think
1: people are having a hard time. So I've had quite a few people reach out. I imagine you want to get the kids in the building and just kind of get them familiar with it and all of that. But again, in the portal, you get so many new players. They're coming from other conferences and some of them are coming within the conference. So it's probably not as big a deal as it would have been in the past, right? I mean, they're, some of those people would have been playing, although Toussaint's played in all the arenas now. Uh so but I, I how important is that though to get in that gym, get some shots up with a with a new venue like that?
0: Well, I mean, I think it's hugely important. I think any kind of familiarity with the facility is helpful. And I think anything that you can get reps in where you're actually gonna play a game is a big deal. That's why home court advantages are partially, you know, familiarity and part of atmosphere. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we're excited about getting in there and getting some shots up a couple times and trying to get best prepared to play uh, in the pavilion.
1: Okay. They had some chants the other night that did not sound Baylor-like. I just want to warn you, the students are down there on top of you now, so just kind of you know, tune them out the best you can. But uh, the group, uh, some of the things they were saying were not what we would hear over at Columbus Avenue or or uh, any of the churches you may have attended, Woodway or wherever you were plugged in. Uh, so just keep that in mind, and just you know, I think you know, put the chairs out, kind of on the court. You'll be fine. Okay.
0: Hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it any different than be a hostile environment. That's what it should be. So I'm excited about I'm excited about being in there and the opportunity to compete. You know that.
1: Well, thanks for doing this. You know, when y'all lost a couple, I thought, "Kylie, I don't want to, I, I need to leave them alone. And You know I'm incapable of doing that. So I, uh, I appreciate it, Grant, and it'll be great to see you tomorrow night. All right?
0: Yeah, Matt, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan, brother. Good to talk to you. All
1: right, there he goes. Grant McCaslin, head coach of those Texas Tech Red Raiders.